Buonasera and welcome to Grief Burrito. I'm Harrison. And I'm Jordan. And today we've got a classic burrito set up. It's just me, it's just Jordan, and one old guest. But he's not an old guest. He's Gary from the Techcom 2029, the Terminator fan game that we played. It was last year, wasn't it, Jordan? I think it was, yeah. Is he a young boy if he's not an old guest? I don't even know. I don't even know his age. I've not even asked. I don't think it's polite to ask a lady his age. So all I know is that the game has come a long way. There's been a lot of changes. There's a lot of advancements. So we thought it'd be good to get him on the show to discuss the game. The game. Jordan from the future. The game. Play the intro music. Hit it. Hi, welcome to episode 103 of Grief Burrito. This is your first time. We're a comedy game and movie and entertainment podcast. I'm Harrison. He's Jordan. And I'm Jordan. Yeah, he's Jordan. I'm Jordan. Everybody's Jordan. And <laughs> you, you may have just heard that we have an extra voice on the show today. Uh, that is Gary. Would you like to say hello to the listeners and the viewers as well? Hello, listeners and viewers of Grief Burrito. It's good to be here. Thank you very much. <laughs> so to give uh, our, our <laughs> listeners a bit of background on what we're going to be talking about, it's uh, Terminator. That's like... As much as I can sum it up, it's an amazing franchise that everybody knows about. It's one of the best action, sci-fi, horror, like hodgepodge franchises that everybody loves. And it's, it's, it's a big deal. And you have been, along with your team, working on a fan game, which is called Techcom 2029. Right. And I can't remember when we, we came across it, Jordan. Can you, can you remember when it was that I messaged you about it? It was quite a while ago, wasn't it? What? It was a long time, but I'll have a quick check, to be fair. I feel like I should have done this prep previously, Yeah, but I, that's okay. We're here now. We're in the time loop that is uh, the lockdown, so time doesn't really exist right now. <laughs> we just know it was a long time ago. No. Uh, and we we ended up messaging you. I can't remember whether... Was it you that I spoke to, uh, Gary, or was it someone else in your team? I think initially you spoke to Andrea, who does the, uh, the, the music, I think. Don't quote me on that. Um, and then, yeah, yeah he, right. he, he mentioned that you've you guys have got mm-hmm. a podcast and and at the time we were actually looking for people to try our very um basic i suppose alpha demo if you could even yeah, call it alpha. alpha um ju- just just to get people <laughs> you know interested in and in get it out there that we're actually doing this because the, the i mean if i can tell you the story about how how this all came together i mean please do th- th- yeah. this was this was someone called james town who who he's he's a hell of a talented guy he was mm-hmm. doing this in his spare time and it was just so good that I happened to stumble across it one day. He did a single interview and I thought, Oh my God, this is amazing. This is what Terminator fans have been wanting for years because we all know about the disappointment of the recent installments. You've got, um, Dark yeah, Fate yep. is, is the latest <laughs> one. And one of the things that I've always had in the back of my mind, being a huge Terminator fan was, the easiest story that they never told was the prequel because it just finishes the whole time loop thing. Mm -hmm. And when I saw this work that James was doing visually, I was just blown away because it was so accurate and it just looked like Jim Cameron put it all together. So I saw, I couldn't find any other information online about it. So I got a bit frustrated and I I eventually (laughs) tracked James down and I said, look, I says, I think this is fantastic. More people need to know about it. I'll set you up a social media presence if you're interested. And James was interested, and it sort of went from there. And I said, look, I'll put 50 quid into 
um, just you know advertising it on Facebook, and mm-hmm. then we started to get a few few people interested, and and then it, it went from there. And then we got to the point where um, we had a bit of an alpha demo. Um, we wanted YouTubers um, such as yourselves, mm-hmm. and just just to just to try it out, and again just just to get people to have a look and see what it is that, that James was doing because it was really really good stuff, and then even though it was just James and he had a couple of his friends, he had Josh and Tyler who were doing great 3D art and rigging and all that kind of stuff. Andrea came on board who, whose music is just, it's just out of this world good. I mean, I've heard stuff that hasn't been released yet and it's just really fantastic. And I offered to do the social media stuff and do a bit of the story. Like I said, the story is the easiest one to tell because everyone knows what the ending is, right? There's going to be no surprises (laughs) with what the ending is, but the, the, the question is how do you, how do you get there? All right. So one of the things was things that are mentioned um, in passing in, in Terminator One and Terminator Two that you don't really think about will actually hopefully make more sense once we tell the story that we want to tell. So it's sort of snowball from there, and we we got we got other people in. We've got a guy called um, Ryan Crosby who's doing our character artwork, and some with Patrick Johnson. He's been doing character they're brilliant, by they're the absolutely, way. They're absolutely brilliant. fantastic. And mm-hmm. then we, we had someone that Andrea knew, called, a guy called Rick. He's done some stuff that we haven't released yet that it's just, it's just Skynet um, environment stuff, and it's just out of this world good. Um, Amazing. So, so we've, the, 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 you know, there's other people on the team as well. Um, but it's just, it's just snowball, and that's, got to the point where I said, we need to do something with this. And James was actually the one who, um, <clears throat> he actually came and said, there's this competition. And I had a look and I looked at the form that we needed to fill out to enter it. And I, I just spent like two hours late at night just going through the form and making sure that we had everything. Um, mm-hmm. And if we didn't, I would, you know, create it with the help of the guys on the team. And we got a successful entry. Um, and I say successful because there was 550 entries and we're down to the last 155. Um, they, they call that the quarterfinals. So, oh, wow. Um, we've got what we want out of it straight away. We're, we're just getting noticed, and we, we just want to do this properly. We want to go out and buy the license. We want to go out mm-hmm. and, and, and get a publishing deal. If, is that going to happen? We don't know. Um, we, we haven't had any of those conversations yet, but those are the aspirations for the project, and that's where we sort of are now. Right. Okay. I mean, it's amazing that you've got, I mean, you've, you've done great work from what, what we saw early on, me and Jordan were already impressed. Like at the end of 2019, it was, is December that when it was? Yeah. Right. Right. So yeah. yeah, it was quite a while back then. And I remember the first things we saw of it, like the first cutscene of when the game is like, you know, introduced when it comes on. Uh, I wasn't sure if I was seeing footage from the film or from a game. Like it's, the atmosphere and the visuals of it, you have absolutely nailed. Yeah. Like it is perfect. And uh, the people I've spoken to about this over Reddit and other social media posts, they all absolutely agree that you've made something absolutely amazing. And you touched on something then that I I, I wanted to ask about anyway is, is like when you're going to buy the licensing, how does that even work? Like, well, we, do you know the prices of like buying a license for Terminator? Well, we, we've, we've done some research into that. Yeah. Um, Okay. We, we probably that ourselves wouldn't be it would it would probably 
that would be the publisher's cost. Um, and that's part of the investment right. pitch that we, we would put a pitch deck together and say, this is the quality of the, the game. If you go out and buy the licenses for X amount of dollars um, and then give mm. us X amount of dollars to finish the thing, then we could have a game on our hands. Um, but this, this, that's all pie in the sky stuff. It's what we want to do. Whether it comes to pass, I don't know. But um, the one thing that we did learn from the whole uh, license discussion is that Arnold Schwarzenegger's license is totally separate. He owns it. He controls it. So even if we were to buy the Terminator license, that doesn't come with Arnold. Um, we'd have to, you know, speak to oh, Arnold's no. people. To, so that's that's that may be a stumbling block down the line. Um, but we we can work around it. I don't I don't think it's uh, it it's not like a showstopper. It's not like we have to have Arnold in the mm-hmm. game. Um, but you know, it, we have to see what happens on that front. Yeah, I mean that's something you can work around. I mean, it's like if you're set at the point where they're only using the the T eight hundred skeletons. Yeah. Even in the even in the last cutscene, you could just see the figure from the back. You don't have to see his face. Or oh, we'll get in contact. We'll give Arnold a ring. We'll sort it out. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good mate of ours. It could be another buff man in the background. Yeah, yeah just some yeah. other buff guy. You know, I'm yeah. sure Skynet were pumping out all these Austrian bodybuilders at the time to well, blend in with uh, that's 1984. A, that's <laughs> the thing. You got to remember that, that that Arnold was an 800 series Terminator, but his likeness, if you will, was a 101 model. Yeah. So there's probably a 102, mm-hmm. a 103. A 104 there's probably a model that looks like me so i don't know yeah, we'll yeah. have to have to see but um yeah it's it's there's a lot of lot of things that the fans probably don't realize until you actually look into this stuff that it's mm-hmm. uh it's it's interesting it's like a rabbit hole yeah i bet because like i i didn't realize that the well when the actual handoff changed to sky because skydance own terminator now right skydance on the license for um Terminator, Salvation, Genesis, and Dark Fate. Right, okay, and and okay. if they wanted to create a new movie, I think they they within the rights to do that. They don't own the license for the first two movies. Yeah, that's still James Cameron, right? It's it's Studio Canal that own the license at the moment. Really? Oh, um, right. Okay. The, the whole the whole thing about Jim Cameron, um, he in in the US, there's like a law that the the rights go back to him after a certain time. Um, but I, 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 uh-huh. I wouldn't begin to know exactly what that entails, whether it's to create new movies or his old stuff. I, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. It's very, very complicated, the whole history of the Terminator licensing, which you're probably aware. Um, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, and, you know, me and James Cameron, uh, we're not on f- first name terms yet. So I can't <laughs> give him a ring and ask me him. And Jimmy. Me and Jimmy, yeah. <laughs> But uh, if that ever happens, uh, it's probably one of the first questions I'm asking. Right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, where does where did your um, sort of love start with the whole franchise, and which film did you see first? Because, like, for me, it was Terminator Two, and that was yeah. what started it all for Same me. Head. But where where did you start with like, this sort of stuff? Terminator Two. So I I remember I came home from from primary school, and there was like three VHS tapes on the top of the, uh, the top of the <laughs> fridge. I've got like this vivid memory, and one of them was Terminator yeah. Two. I can't remember what the other one was, Cape Fear or something. And it was some tapes right. that some someone my dad worked with had, you know, given them to to lend or what have you. And I watched this Terminator Two, and I was like, "This is amazing!" And my my mother at the time was like, "You shouldn't be watching this." 
and uh, I just, I'm, I just didn't uh, care. I'm sorry, Gary. I'm so glad you said that because we have this recurring thing on our podcast where, and Jordan, you know this, like yeah. there's a collection of films that everyone saw way before they should have. Yeah. Robocop, Robocop is one, yeah. and Terminator 2 is the other. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I watched this and it was, it's like it sort of became a forbidden fruit. It's like I shouldn't yeah. be watching it. And it came on Sky Movies and I like, I remember I put a tape in the uh, <clears throat> video recorder and set it to tape at like 9 p.m. or whatever it was. And I was in bed. And uh, my mother, she didn't realize. So she was just watching <laughs> the TV. But in the background, I was taping this Terminator 2 movie. So, so yeah, I got it. But then I became obsessed with actually seeing the first one. And that was even yeah. harder for me to get because I mean, that's another story. That was on, I think it was Channel 4. And it was in the TV mm-hmm. guide. You remember that those days when you had to actually look at what was coming oh, on the TV? Oh, the guide, yeah. Back in the day. And I, I, <laughs> I, said, I said, I want to tape this movie. And she was like, no, you can't. It's it's rated 18. You can't do it. It's not for you. And I, I was like, well, that, that's that's bullshit. You know, <laughs> I want to see it, you know. And, Shut uh, up, Mom. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she said, well, I'll check with your dad. I was like, well, yeah, but my dad doesn't get in until, like, after the movie's over. And... Um, <laughs> And then my dad came in and he said, yeah, it would have been fine anyway. And I said, see, it would have been fine. But by that point, I missed it. There was no catch of TV then or whatever. But I eventually got a copy of the um, of the first movie. And, and that's actually my favorite, to be honest, because of right. how great really? it is. Really? No yeah, way. I mean, I, I, I love Terminator 2, don't get me wrong. It, 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 I mm-hmm. consider it, you know, a very important part of the whole story. But the first Terminator film for me is, it, there's just something about it, you know they're very very different movies and like a lot of people don't seem to realize that terminator one is at its heart it's like a horror slasher movie it is yeah. like it's a it's a b-movie slasher movie that was filmed pretty much illegally on the streets of la wasn't it like james cameron didn't have uh any permission to film at night sometimes and the bit where i think arnold punched through a car window that's right yeah that was that wasn't their car they just did it and it's you like, are kidding what me. Are you, what the fuck are you doing? Punched through a guy's <laughs> no, window. Honestly. Yeah, they broke into a car. James yeah, Cameron's they just did just it. And then just, like, the... just, just punch through a window. Don't worry, I've set it all up. It's fine. He punches yeah, through fine. it and it's he's fine. like, it's fine. run! <laughs> Everyone just likes yeah. it. <laughs> but to be fair, if you came out of like 7-Eleven and saw Arnie punching through your window, are you going to be like, oi, no, I, what, I the, go what back, the fuck I are you doing? You'd be like, you'd be like yeah. carry on, mate. Yeah, you get in that car. Yeah, never mind. But that actually... That whole guerrilla, you know, filming stuff that Jim Cameron at the mm-hmm. time had to do, he had no money, he hadn't really no recognition. It reminds us of this, this project that we're doing. So, you know, yeah. you know, it, it's there's a lot of parallels there to be drawn. And I think um, I keep thinking about Jim Cameron's story. If he hadn't took the risks that he did, then we'd never have seen Terminator. And, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what we want to do with this game. Right. Totally. And that's that's a great way to look at it. Sorry, Jordan, what were you going to say well, there? My, my main thinking with this is because Terminator is, an, is one of those franchises where they've really not had many great games made out of, like you said, this mm-hmm. franchise that has an amazing, just somewhat easy story to tell. Is, yeah, is there yeah. any, Are there any other franchises, like beloved franchises, that you'd kind of look at a game for or any other ideas you have for? Um, I think a RoboCop game would be good. 
Oh, I don't think this is a, a good RoboCop game. I mean, RoboCop versus Terminator was probably the most successful. I used to play that all the time as a kid um, mm. on the on the old Mega Drive. And uh, my mother actually, she was a big fan of that one as, as well. So I, sometimes I sort of think, why did you stop me watching all these movies? But then you were happy to blow people to bits on a Sega Mega Drive. <laughs> it's but, worse. I'm um, controlling this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but yeah, a good RoboCop game. I mean the. Again, the, the first two RoboCop movies, I mean, the first one especially, is, is just fantastic. Um, yeah. And I think there could be stories told there, you know. It could even be a prequel story. Where Murphy, where, not as a RoboCop, just as a cop, you know. He, he had a background, and, and I'm sure in between the two movies there was stuff going on. So so the, the possibilities yeah. are endless. If, if people put together a story in their head and they've got the skills to put stuff like this together, then, you know, why not? Um, but of course, licensing and cost and stuff, that all, mm-hmm. it, it does become an issue. But I think Robocop, yeah, to answer your question, I think Robocop's, it hasn't had a good game in a long, long time. Yeah. It does. And we've got the name. It's nice and easy. Just yeah. cop. <laughs> Just cop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I th- that'd be amazing. I, I think that's the beauty of some of these films is that the universe isn't massively expanded on in any way. Mm-hmm. Like if they get two films out of it and then like obviously a reboot, the two films that are there that people love, there's loads of gaps you could fill in. There's so much you could do. Exactly. Exactly. But I think where film studios fall over, at least in my opinion, is they try too hard and they forget the source material. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. so the, I mean, going back to Terminator, that's a prime example, right? I can guarantee you that in our, in our game, the storyline, for, for whatever flaws it may have in people's minds, it's not going to have alternate timelines and and you know female terminators from a from a different like timeline and yeah you know realm and all that sort of stuff and i think i think sometimes these these movies you just you just try too hard stick to the source material everything that's successful sticks to the source material you know yeah Mm -hmm. um and I, i saw the new mortal kombat trailer for the new movie and um, oh, yeah. I, I wasn't impressed because uh, I, I thought it 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 went too far away from source material. I mean, you got this guy who's an MMA fighter who who was never in the original games, and I'm not saying it's not going to be a good movie, but uh, come mm-hmm. on, you know, it's like don't go too far. Yeah, Otherwise... but then if you look at stuff like uh, what well, we watched the the 1995 Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Uh, film last week for last week's episode and you could say that with that they stuck too fiercely to it and the same with like the super mario brothers movie they tried to no you can't stick you all can't these things that. in the super mario movie is nothing like <laughs> they the did no 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 we said remember we said when we watched that one it was like it was a completely different film that they had tried to shoehorn into being Super Mario. So they put loads of references and tried to link every weird little bit that just didn't I make think sense. That's more, yeah. They're trying you to either link have something to, go. to it. They're trying to retcon something else is the issue there. Personally, I think okay, that's the, okay. They're trying to like, we've got a different movie with Bob Hoskins in it. However, we need a Mario movie because that's big at the minute. And then they just kind of threw it all into whatever this Bob Hoskins fever dream was. Well, they did. Yeah. They did that with Mortal Kombat Annihilation. If you remember, like every character from Mortal Kombat two and three was sort of shoehorned in. Yeah, for, we for haven't no watched that one yet. None I, of, to, I think yeah. only only Nick's seen that one, hasn't he? So yeah. I think we're all going to do a watch through of that if the listeners want us to do that. Jordan doesn't want us to do it because it's got uh, like a one star rating on IMDb. 
<laughs> yeah, but that might make that might make for a great episode because he'll just rip it to bits. Could. I'll just end exactly. up with me crying. It could be good doing it that way. Rocking back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> That's every episode, Jordan. That's every episode. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, like when you were saying about the the different games, like like you said about um, Terminator and Terminator versus RoboCop. That's a game that I actually haven't played myself. I know of it, and I've seen the comics and stuff. Is there any other games that you played growing up that you know influenced you now doing what you're doing? Yeah, Wolfenstein 3D. Nice. Um, Doom. Nice. Nice. Uh, and, and, and Duke Nukem 3D. I mean, those. Oh I, I was a big. I was a big fan of of those that era, you know, of um, third person shooter. I used to go to a friend's house who had a LAN, and this is like in the mid nineties, mid to late nineties, and nice. it's like we would just have a death match, you know, and it was we'd be on it for hours, and it's just one of those. It's a lost art, I think. Um, I think now with with technology, I think a lot of games are almost like I don't want to say too polished because you know it's just the evolution of gaming. But I think mm-hmm. um, James has, has has done a really good job to sort of have some old school FPS type elements in this Terminator game, like pickups and stuff like that. Um, that I think I think gamers will enjoy. So it's a it's a bit of a throwback in a in a few ways. Um, but yeah, th- those those are the ones that really stood out to me in terms of first person shooters. I mean, I, I played all the Terminator games. You have the T2 mm-hmm. arcade game and the, the original Terminator game for the Mega Drive. Which, uh, which you know, every so often I, I still play. For some reason, I just do a playthrough, and it might take me eight minutes to do the whole thing. But it's just. Well, you are working trip. on a Terminator game, so I'd imagine that that's probably yeah, part yeah, of the you're reason. Allowed. But I, I think yeah. you've made a really good point there, which is games can be a bit too polished. They can look as nice as you want, but if they're not fun, mm-hmm. what's the point? It's like a lot well, of people yeah. had the issue with Death Stranding, yeah. and that it's not really a video game; it's a walking simulator. But some people enjoy it. Yeah, that. it's Amazon. Yeah, you, you're playing as pizza delivery guy on his day off, apparently. <laughs> but that's it is what it is. If a game's not fun, which even the the pre-alpha that we played, uh, which was better than a bunch of betas have, or betas have played, if I'm honest with you, mm-hmm. that was still fun yeah. to play, even though it was in such an early stage. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's something. And it was, that's it was really, challenging too. It's really, really important that it's at least fun. And it looked pretty good as well. So, the, yeah, got everything going for you there. Pretty good is an understatement. No, wait, yeah, <laughs> you know me for compliments. Yeah, it looks amazing <laughs> oh, yeah. for what it is. Yeah, yeah. It, it it does. It's it, seriously. I can't. The whole team is a talented team, and I can't. I I can't pick up a a three D um, rendering artist program and do something. But these these guys can, and it it really is fantastic. And it, it without James. The, the, there wouldn't be this project because he just decided to do it and he took so much time and effort to, to get things accurate, okay? So it, if something's off by a millimetre, James will want to go in and correct that and um, and I think that's commendable. Yeah. And I think, I think is, again, yeah. that, that's something that, that's that's missing today is, is going back to what I was saying about the source material. You you, you know, it, it, it does matter if, if something is out of place because the fans will pick up on that. The the, the, the real diehard fans will pick up on that. And, and I think if we're going to have a, if we're going to be an independent gaming studio with not a big budget, I think one of the things that we do have going for us, and it's a unique selling point, is we will make this look accurate as fuck. <laughs> <To give my laughs> yeah, yeah, that should be the tagline. Yeah, no, don't worry, you're allowed to swear on it. 
And yeah. I, I'd love that. Techcom 2029, accurate as fuck. Exactly. <laughs> I think it sounds like it's nice to hear that James isn't getting complacent as well. Because a lot of people, when they start yeah. projects, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, as soon as time starts going on, things just slip. So knowing that, or hearing mm-hmm. that he's still in that frame of mind where things need to be on point, that's really, really nice to hear. But would you say yeah. it sounds a lot more like you guys are kind of a group of friends working on something opposed to, even though you might not all know each other personally, it, it sounds like it's a much more friend-oriented kind of, we'll make this thing we all really like. Yeah. Is that we, the case? We have, we have, yeah, we have, exactly. That is the case. But we have banter as well, and we've got to know each other you know, as well as you can over a, yeah. over a group chat. Um, but yeah, it's I, I think... I think we've got a pretty good rapport with each other, and um, the, the 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 people that have came in recently, they've uh, picked it up and ran with it. Because what I'm doing now is while while we are in this competition and we're having all these conversations, is um, just asking the guys just to build assets, build assets in the background, and then that's going to make it much easier when we get further down the line. We can just sort of take all these assets that we've got and stitch them all together into a game. Rather than you yeah. know build it chronologically, if we if if we build it an HK tank and a, a, a six hundred endoskeleton and an eight hundred endoskeleton, we can just put them all together and it's not time wasted. Yeah, and it, I think it's going to be more appealing for any publisher to say, look, we've we've done a lot of the legwork here. Um, mm-hmm. Just give us some money to do more. Yeah, yeah. The the T eight hundred skeleton that you guys worked on, like speaking of accuracy i was following your facebook group which if any listeners want to check this out these guys are on facebook you're on twitter and instagram is that correct yeah and instagram and youtube yeah and youtube as well okay cool um yeah you when you'd posted because when when we played it you didn't have the t800 skeleton in yet and you were using that's right yeah. uh, just like a, a chrome man model yeah but even then even with the pose on the title screen holding the gun like it completely sold it anyway i was like okay this is pretty cool yeah yeah. Uh, and then seeing what uh, the artist had done, you could tell the amount of detail that had gone in because there was a conversation going on about the way the the skeleton looked between two of the different films and the slight differences yeah. and which one you were going with. And that was so cool to see about the attention to detail. So like, I'm so glad that you guys have, as well, have gone that far. Which, uh, that, yeah. that, was, that got me. I was like, oh, that is terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, so the, the the irises dilate, don't they? Is that what it was? And it changes focus when it looks at you or something? Yeah, well, it's sort of the the eyes. It's a bit like when you know in the the first movie where Arnold's in the um he's in the the car and he's looking for Reese and Sarah, and it's it's yeah. he's got his head like a surveillance camera, so his 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 That's eyes right. move first and then the head follows. Well, we've got that as well with the endo because you know the endo is essentially what Arnold was in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is some the dilation in the irises and stuff. Um, I, I'd, I'd have to double check that. I'm sure the, the guys know, but um, sometimes <laughs> sometimes they they'll just try something out, all right? So Josh might try something out with with some of the rigging that he's doing, and it works. And it's like, yeah, that's 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 fantastic. Nice, nice. So so where where's Josh come from then? Is he has he got a background in? Has he done other games or is this his first uh, thing that he's, he's working? I on? think he's he, he's he's actually a friend of James, and I think he's um he's done some stuff in uni, but um, I'm not exactly sure of his working background. I just know he's a talented guy. <laughs> right. all right. you need to know sometimes. 
Yeah, there's yes. no one on this. There's no one on this team that isn't talented, and it's uh, it 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 shows. And if anyone wants to mm. to to join the team, it's like, well, we can't just take any Tom Dick or Harry. It's like they've got to have some sort of they've got to prove that they're they're capable of doing it. And when when we reach out to Patrick, that's because we've seen his um his Arnold model, and it was just like, that's, yeah. That's so bang on that we need to get him on this on the team, and and then the Reese model that that Ryan's doing is just um, oh, that's incredible, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, and and, and that he's he Ryan's good at he he lasts the team for feedback as well, so he won't just say this is it, I've finished. He'll say what what do you think? You know, could could I slightly change the eyes here? Could I do? Can I change the expression here? Can I do this? Can I do that? And everyone will chip in. With um with some suggestions and he'll he'll go and do it. So he's another another talented guy. Amazing. I'm just saying it's it's coming along and it's it's the team that we've got is I'm so proud of them to to have got this far um and to enable me to actually fill out a form to enter a competition is all down to those guys. <laughs> it's you know it's not me. I'm just doing the the legwork. Those guys are the yeah, ones that, yeah. that really have put this together. So what have you got like planned going going forward then? Is there any like features coming that you're wanting to implement? Because I saw on your social media of the week that you've actually introduced a driving section, almost like the like if you think like Halo when you're driving a warthog is uh what what's that section if you can tell us anything about that? Um that's just another element of, of gameplay where you can get into a car and then you, you, you switch to a third person view and you drive it um, you know, across the landscapes and you're avoiding flying hunter killers and all that kind of good stuff um there may be a bit of story there as well that's uh okay but that's all hasn't sort of been finalized but if you go back to the to the first movie where reese is actually dreaming if you remember he um he loses his yeah the car gets tipped his friend the car gets tipped and it's on fire and then he wakes up from his dream but what happened Mm. next how did reese get out of that situation Um, right those are hopefully Uh, the 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 questions that we'll answer in the story but again right now in terms of plans it's just it's just building the assets so get the car ready get the driving ready um get your reese model and and all that sort of stuff and and then we can really start building a a good game and if if we can get some sort of publishing deal even better uh, it would it would just make things easier and and yeah, fuck it. I fancy a career change anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Amazing, I have to man. ask: yeah, but... if, if let's say you ha- went to a publisher and they were like, "Right, you've got an unlimited budget. You can have as many devs as you want, and you've got as much time yeah. as you want." Is there anything yeah. you personally, when making this game, if you had the choice, you just go, "Right, we need this added, this added. I want some of this." What would you have? Yeah, multiplayer resistance versus Skynet. Okay. People have been crying, Ooh, crying out, good. crying out for that. One of the things we do notice as well is all of the comments on social media. Mm-hmm. There's a trend, right? People want to see the same things. Um, we'd love to do a, a full on multiplayer experience. Um, the, the, also, like a real good experience, a bit like the T two arcade game, stuff like that. Just, just, just to add more depth. Um, and if if that's within our reach, we'd love to do that. So if I had an unlimited budget, yeah, I would. <laughs> if I had an unlimited budget, I'd actually I'd fly to LA, um, and and buy the the rights off Jim Cameron and 
do it all myself. But uh, um, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I don't have that budget. And you probably wouldn't. <laughs> Sadly, I don't have forty billion pounds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like that multiplayer would be interesting, though. Would Would you have it more of like uh, just you know like five v five team fight, or do you have it more kind of asymmetric with Skynet oh, I, I, being I think, so? Yeah, I don't, think about Ooh, the like four v one. Well, yeah, you could do something like that, but. I think as from a standard multiplayer deathmatch, even if there's only like five players in the lobby, I think in the background you've got to have hundreds and hundreds of resistance fighters, like controlled by, you know, AI. Um, I mean, you look, go back to the opening scene of T2, right? And you've got all those rockets going off and lasers flying around and all that kind of, and there's loads of men running with, with all the guns and all that kind of stuff. I think if a proper big battlefield um yeah, with all sorts going on and that would that would be incredible that would be really good oh, can you imagine it's... that with like persistent corpses and stuff like that that'd be so yeah. sick yeah <laughs> yeah and and you know you could you could choose whichever side that you want obviously because people will want to play as a terminator I mean, that's just one of the yeah. things and that's yeah, one of the things would. that actually terminate the resistance i thought did really well they had a dlc and um they made the best out of the out of a difficult situation i think because it's Mm-hmm. How how do you con- you terminate? You're pretty much indestructible. How do you make that fun? Um, yeah. And I think they did a good yeah. job because they said, okay, if you're going to be a terminate, you've got to do it in one sitting. You, there's no like respawning or extra lives or anything of that nature. You just go ahead and do it. Um, I thought that was pretty good how they did that. And um, whether we would have something like that, I don't, I don't know. Time will tell. But um, yeah, I, I just I don't want to I don't want to sort of say yeah we're just going to have this little game and it's going to be one level long and it's going to look good i think it's the the, the project it deserves more than that i think the the effort these guys have put in deserves more than that and i really want to see this grow and succeed and be you know a, a real player no pun intended in, yeah, the, in the yeah. games industry you know yeah i think anyone who's seen it would agree that it deserves it deserves quite a lot from yeah. especially anyone who's a terminator fan look at like i've only seen Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, Terminator One for the first time, but I saw it in the cinema, which was pretty nice. Um, yeah, it's cool in the oh, cinema. It was so good. Back. But it was—it's that thing of like when you look at, it, you can tell the amount of care and attention that's going into it, and it deserves that kind of like lease at life. Like it, yeah. it needs yeah. that. It, it needs to be more than some underground and licensed game that you know fifty people may play. It needs to be, and it, it needs to be what it is, and that's a. In my opinion, it's a it's a triple A quality uh, title, or at least has the potential to be. Yeah, I'd say so. It totally does. Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, you, just from sheer visuals alone, you're already going like you're maxing the the triple A quality. Yeah. And and the only thing I've really seen from people asking on you know on Reddit and stuff is, what's the gameplay going to be like? Well, we can see on the alpha what some sections were like we know that it's going to be first person shooter and that kind of thing is there any other like jordan said about the different sections that you'd like to add is there any sections that you are planning to add you know is this things that you are working towards now or is is that something you can't say yet um well a bit of both but i will say that um there's there's a there's a puzzle solving element as well so it's not just going to be all run and gun um there may be maybe a a time where Reese needs to, you know, solve a puzzle in order to get to the next room, you know, that that mm-hmm. kind of um, gameplay. 
But um, as well, the, the, going back to the first movie, there's a horror element, okay? So yeah. just thinking the, that, yeah. people who probably want to get chased by Terminators. Um, yeah, we want scary. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and it's the silent stuff. And there's actually um, Andre, who's, again, doing the music and the, the sound design. He came up, uh, it was a few months ago now, but he, he came up with some great ideas about using, like, white noise. So while you're okay. playing it, you don't you, you don't actually realize it's there, and you're in this dark corridor, and then the white noise stops, and then your brain actually it it actually realizes oh shit something's something wow. stopped, you know that kind of yeah, stuff, stuff cool. like that where and then suddenly there's a, there's a 800 series Terminator up your ass you know, um, but it's <laughs> it's yeah it's, there's, there's a lot of pictures and ideas and stuff like that but um yeah i think i think we can we can really do well i i just i'm just trying really hard at the moment just to get our name out there and and sort of get some traction in terms of finding a publisher and finding it finding investment as well um mm-hmm. you know someone with who bought a lot of bitcoin a long time ago who really <laughs> want to help us out you know if I if I'd spare with any of mine, I'd give you some. Trust me. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I I would be the same. But, yeah, uh, yeah, man. I mean, you're going about it in the right way. Like all I can say is, looking at it from like I consider myself, you know, a, a Terminator super fan. Like I absolutely love it. It's been one of my favorite franchises since I was a little kid. I I have loads of stuff from it. I've got all all the films, even though the later ones weren't great. It was still just a cool thing, you know. And I think that you are taking the care and attention and it comes across it totally comes across to to the fans and i think if you continue on this route like pointing out that you are making this for the fans and for players who want something that will um pay respect to the franchise that they absolutely love i don't see how they wouldn't rally around the project like i i'm willing to do whatever i can i talk about this all the fucking time to people and you know you've got our support like that's why we wanted to talk to you we want to let people know about the project because we want to see it out yeah like, me and jordan want to play this thing you know we want to yeah. we want to get it yeah well we we appreciate that and um one of the things that we've been quite overwhelmed with is is the social media response and we know mm-hmm. that there's there's something there there's there's something that a consumer is willing to buy i mean a lot of people have said can we give you money can you set up a GoFundMe and all that sort of stuff yeah, Kickstarter um, and all that. Yeah, and 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 it, we 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 appreciate the gesture because the gesture is is really nice that people want to you know part with their hard earned cash to to help us. But mm-hmm. one of the things we've we've been conscious not to do is accept that kind of thing because that that could make things get ugly. If if you know we'd be probably classed as making money off a off a um an IP that we don't have the right to make money of. And we don't want to do That's that. Right, we, we don't yeah, want, we don't want to yeah. get into these legal troubles um and that's again why we went back to well let's make that if if we haven't got the the license let's say how do we go about getting the license okay we need an Mm -hmm. investment okay how do we go about getting investment where do we need to do what's this competition well let's enter that we can start speaking to people um so yeah i think it's slow and steady wins the race um we we get asked all the time about a release date we there's no point in giving a release date because we don't fully know what the scope is of of what we have, um, and we want to yeah. do it. We want to do it right, and I know it's frustrating because people want to get their hands on it, but it's not ready. It's not ready to 
for people to get their hands on yet. It's um, mm-hmm. I think James James got a lot of pride in the work that he does, and I think um, he wouldn't want someone or, or he wouldn't want players playing like an early alpha that's got the odd bug in and where some of his ideas haven't been implemented, that kind of thing. So that's why we've been conscious not to release anything. As frustrating as it is, we won't want to. We want to make. We want to do this properly, and um, that's yeah, gonna, that's yeah. going to take time. It's going to take patience. That's that's understandable. I mean, like th- that's something, Jordan. Like we've both seen this on our YouTube channel because we're still getting comments every week, yeah, asking where they can play the yeah. alpha, and we're like. We we can't send it to you. Yeah. I don't even think Jordan's got it anymore, and it's not out there anymore because they're they're at a point where they don't need testers for that thing. They're bringing in new ideas, and it's not it's not it it doesn't feel good to show someone an unfinished product. It would be right. like a musician showing someone an album that hasn't been mastered yet. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not going to be right, and it'll sour the experience if you play it in a in a bad state. You know, like you, like look Cyber, at Cyberpunk. Yeah, just say. It came out. Wasn't finished, <laughs> yeah. And now everyone's soured on it. You, know? I mean, you can make all the promises you I, want. I think. I think you guys on the video, you were you were trying to shoot um, the 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 hunter killer with a shotgun, and I think yeah. I think someone <laughs> someone went on a big rant about, oh my god, how mm-hmm. unrealistic! You couldn't you couldn't shoot um you can shoot a, a a tank with a shotgun, and it's like yeah, but it's we just put the gun in just to test it. You know, it's not like a... It's not yeah, a finished yeah. product, yeah. chill yeah. out kind of it's, thing. It's, it's, yeah, and it was just like, come on. I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, it's just one of those one of those things. But the whole point of putting the shotgun in was to for you guys to see it and pick it up and shoot it, and you, you could hear the, the, the reload sound and stuff. That, that's, that's, yeah, what, that, yeah. that's what we were looking for. We weren't, you know, looking for... We know that you're not going to take down a you know, a tank with a with a shotgun blast or two. Um not unless you've got a cheat mode put in or something like that. But... Yeah, yeah, you got God mode or yeah. something. Yeah. It's it's refreshing to hear <laughs> that from you guys though, that you don't wanna obviously, regardless of the legal implications, you don't want to just be taking money off people and getting into that kind of situation. You care enough to say like, right, we mm-hmm. don't want to do something until we're ready. Because that's yeah. all you hear nowadays. That's it. Like Cyberpunk, yeah. prime example of like it just wasn't ready, but I suppose yeah, and it was the publishers pushing it out, and that's wasn't it? it. And at this point, you guys mm-hmm. could so you could get approached by a publisher, and you might not be happy, and you might just be able to say, "Well, wait, we'll just come back." That's <laughs> yeah, that's the thing you've got, and I appreciate that you're all kind of treating it with that level of respect. Precisely, yeah, precisely. I think I think that's what we try to do, and it's good that it's not lost on you. So. No, I that's... suppose we're doing something right. Oh, definitely. <laughs> no, it it comes across. It really does. And like speaking of the, the fans, uh, we've got a couple of questions from Reddit and a couple of comments, and uh, I think we should move on to those as we're actually coming up towards the end of the episode already. Sorry, Gary, time flies. That's how much we're... Ca- carry on. <laughs> no, carry no, on. don't be sorry. This is how fast podcasts go. You you sort of lose yourself in them. So our first comment comes from Craig Goose, which is Craig and Goose. He's splurting there. <laughs> he says, uh, he always thought a Terminator game could be done like Alien Isolation. A question I would like to ask is, would there be any part of the game set in 1984 or is it purely just the future war section? Um, Alien Isolation was actually an inspiration, I think, for James to start this. Um, mm-hmm. so, so I think there's going to be a lot of those elements. Um 
I don't know. Maybe you'll have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he, he, maybe he's seen the the image that you posted of Kyle Reese in his 1984 costume right. and his uh, future war costume. So maybe he's just gleaning information. Yeah, from I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, um, I'll tell you straight off that, that that's simply because Ryan just decided to do both. Um, but would, uh, I, would okay. I like to to sneak into Tech Noir's Kyle Reese and then wait at the bar for a big hulking figure um, like a Austrian bodybuilder to, to walk in and, and then shoot him. Hey, yeah, I'd love that. What you do on the weekend, Gary, you can do what you like. I don't mind, baby. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 the possibilities are endless, right? Um, the pra- the yeah. primary focus is telling the future war story. But if we do, mm-hmm. if we, if we do well, what's, what's to say we couldn't do a DLC? I don't know. It's the yeah. That's the wonder of time travel games. You don't have to have flashbacks. You can have flash forwards. You can yeah. do what you like when you're making the I game. I love the idea you know? of Gary now going back and talking to everyone and being like, "Why did we put up the picture of both sets of clothes? Who did this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm glad that you, you guys are taking um, reference from Alien Isolation because that is a, a great way that they did amazing movie game. You know, Pedro. Yeah did a movie game well and it made the alien terrifying it made it scary and it wasn't like colonial marines when you were blasting through waves and you know you could kill them really easy and well we actually know gary napper who is the the designer of the alien he actually made the alien ai i I met him at university in manchester um maybe i'll send him your details and you can have a chat about how he designed the alien and that sort of thing maybe he could give you some pointers on designing the terminator if he can help brilliant yeah more than welcome i'd love to have a conversation with him yeah yeah i mean he's working for super supermassive games i think down south at the moment all right yeah i was talking to him about a production role before so he's just he's think he's working with man with madan and what what was the other dark thing it's some dark universe they're doing aren't they that kind of thing so dark pictures that's it thank you jordan uh our next comment that comes from slow crates and he says, man, this game nails the vibe even more than the other one. It looks perfect. The color, the lasers, the rubble. How is the gameplay, though? The mechanics, ETC. Oh, and the story. I'm super interested in this game. So we've kind of got a bit into it. Is there anything else you wanted to add about the gameplay or the mechanics? Maybe maybe talk about the mechanics well, and what you actually do yeah, when you're playing. The, the, the mechanics have always been improved upon, um, but it, it acts like a, like an old-school first-person shooter. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, James is always doing stuff and making tweaks and all that kind of stuff. I think people will be will be fine with the mechanics of the game. I think it's uh, it's pretty straightforward, it's easy to pick up and play. The story was well. Again, we we all know what the ending is going to be. The ending is going to be with mm-hmm. uh, at least Kyle Reese going through the uh, time displacement equipment. Um, yep. what happens after that and up to that, I don't want to really divulge. Yeah, yeah, keep that bit secret, keep it juicy, keep it secret and safe, as Gandalf <laughs> says. Uh, but, but again, <laughs> next... there's, there's going to be no surprise. You're not going to see, like, diverging timelines and, you know, mm-hmm. stuff, just shit like that. Nothing that will make you sigh is the most important thing, no. I think, yeah. to point out yeah. here. Making time travel simple, that's what Gary's all about. That should be the tagline. I need travel. that in, that needs yeah. to be on a billboard somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> We could do that. Yeah, you just do it. Work it in there, Gary. See what you can do. Uh, our next comment comes from Lector Sandberg. 
And he says, like others have said before me, this game nails it, all in capitals. Uh, Resistance was good, but this feels real, in quotes. Uh, and I can't wait to give it a spin. So that wasn't really a question. It was just a comment. <laughs> he just wanted me to let you know that you've absolutely fucking nailed it. So well done, you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's comments like that, that that they actually do help because they, they show us that we're actually doing something right. Yeah, yeah, it shows you're on the right track. Because, I mean, the internet is a wonderful place that will sometimes not always tell you when you're doing something right. And that is a, a wonder with game design. Like, this is something me and Jordan have spoke about before. A lot of the time when you're doing things right and something works, people don't say anything because it's working as it should. And the only time they'll say something is when something is working like it shouldn't, yeah. like it's fucking shit or you're flying through walls and that sort of stuff. So it's it's great that people are giving you the positive comments because it's needed it really really is it like you said you know you're on the right track you really absolutely you really do um and i think that pretty much wraps it up for today as we are approaching uh, an hour is there anything else you wanted to just add to any of the listeners or uh, any of the viewers about the project gary yeah um first of all thank you for your support it's really appreciated we we really like reading the comments um you know in the, the feedback the, the positive feedback and the, the constructive feedback Keep doing what you're doing and please be patient. We're trying our best to, to we're trying our best to do the right thing by Terminator, which for so long hasn't been done. Mm-hmm. So just hang tight. We'll, we'll, we're going to do our best. Well done, man. Thank you. That was beautiful. It was. And, uh, well, it's here to my robotic eyes. Oh, those red, <laughs> red eyes. We'll chop it out in the mirror now. Uh, so, so you can find me on all socials at Haswild and you can find this podcast at Grief Burrito absolutely everywhere. Jordan, where can they find you? Can you can find me at the Mr. Jonko. You can indeed. And for the, the other two hosts who aren't here, you can find Nick at Ruthlessly Ruffles and you can find Lulu at Lulu underscore Pew on Twitch. And Gary, do you want to shout out any of the socials for Techcom, anywhere they can find you or ask any questions? Yeah, so on Twitter we're uh, at Techcom Game. And Facebook is at uh, Techcom2029, as is Instagram, and uh, as is YouTube. And myself personally, I'm at Gary Dinsdale on Twitter. Amazing. Thank you very much. And remember, guys, if you're watching this on YouTube, please whap the like button, subscribe, and all that shit you know from everybody else's channel. (laughs) And if you're listening to just the audio of this podcast, please leave a review wherever you're listening on a five-star rating. And you better be listening on Cephalopod, otherwise Pep is going to be mad. So let's get out of here. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you you next week. Cheers. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye.